I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Isaiah, let me ask you a question. Have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? Nah. What's that? Okay. Let me give you the rundown. It's basically the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you literally everything you need all in one place. Do you want to know how it works? Yeah. Tell me all about it. Okay. Well... Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start recording today. You don't even need any fancy software or anything like that. Whoa, we gotta get on top of that ASAP. Right? And there's still more. You can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tab. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. What? I'm on Spotify every day. Let me log on real quick. Also, with Anchor, creators like us can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. 
I'm going to download the Anchor app and check anchor.fm and start today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Silent Podcast Project Runway coverage. I'm Naomi Calhoun. I just got back from dinner with the Kushners, and I am here with two amazing co-hosts to talk about the penultimate episode of Project Runway Season 19. I am joined by G-Worthy Gia. How are you? Oh, I've had better days, but people can't see my busted eye, so <laughs> it's all good. Um, Mel, I know this might feel like a useless episode since, spoiler, no one went home this week. However, you get to hear us for another extra episode, so really, we're all winners here. I feel like, you know, we're all girl bosses. Nina Garcia is here to celebrate us. And speaking of girl boss, we have Nicole Horn. Nicole, how are you? Hey, ladies. I'm feeling like a grand old flag, like a high flying <laughs> flag. <laughs> Looking like Christina's outfit this week. And Actually, I, I mean, not sometimes I feel like a paper black bag blowing through the wind other times I feel like a grand old flag and somehow Christina did both this week um but good to be here um I can't wait to talk about the the dinner not the dinner oh my I'm thinking about dinner with the Kushners I'm excited to talk about the brands these people talking about um these designers talking about um the culmination of their looks this season and creating a look for fashion um a look to represent themselves at fashion week it took a long way but I got there eventually didn't I I knew what you were talking about the whole time. I've supported time. your vision, Nicole, this whole season. And I'm so glad that you're here in the final three with us to celebrate it. Um, this- Naomi, I think you should um, build your community in Astoria. Work with <laughs> local designers there. And kind of stay there. Oh, no. Well, what a way yeah, to People see- got dragged. Yeah, people got dragged this episode in the most polite way possible, but they got dragged. Oh. Oh boy. They, they said, we're the, we're going to counsel you uh, and tell you to stay in your lane. Guys, what an episode. It's a fake out. Nobody goes home. I called it last week. Check the tapes, go back, rewind to last week's episode. But for now, let's talk about episode 13. What an episode. Let's begin. Um, they are brought to uh, the roof of 30 Rock near St. Patrick's Cathedral. Um, which is funny because just a couple weeks ago, my boyfriend went, did you know there's a whole cathedral that's like a block long? And I went, yeah, (laughs) yeah, there were churches in New York City. Um, And the challenge is to create something that really encapsulates their brand. Now, you guys want to know a fun fact. Christina, Coral, Chantal, and Chastity have won 10 out of the 13 challenges this season. Yeah, because Chantal won half of them. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, This is a really powerful Final Four when you think about it. Um, Could only probably be more powerful with Anna included in here, as Coral is pulling exactly no weight with those zero wins that she has. Even this episode, no win for Coral, technically. Well, I was like, swap her out for Aaron, but Aaron didn't win any challenges either, so... (laughs) I, I feel so bad because I forgot for a while I forgot Coral was there and then I forgot that she didn't win anything yet and then it felt like she was going to win this challenge and they just didn't have a winner yeah so, the thing is is when you look at Coral's pieces next to each other 
they kind of serve. It's like mm. none of the looks were good enough to win any of the challenges, but she was consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, the artisanal craft is gorgeous, but like, I, I'm going to give Coral a hard time because like, you're really going to come to the finale and no wins. Boo, corny, lame boo, throwing tomatoes. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato, throw tomatoes. Uh, oh, I, I mean, feel bad, but then like, I don't even know what to do at this point. I feel like there were a couple chances where Coral could have gone home over other players, but I'm not mad at her being in the finale either. I'm kind of excited to see if she can, uh, she can pull out all the stops when it matters most at fashion week. And she seems nice enough. So I'm not mad about it. Definitely. I think Coral really proved her worth this episode as a designer proved exactly why she's here And I think was definitely the winner of this week's episode. And we will get into all the details regarding uh, her deserved success. Uh, But Nina Garcia, who seems stoned out of her goddamn gourd for some reason this episode. I don't know what it was, but she was just like, Nina Garcia is not the host of Project Runway. I can tell you that from watching this season. It was giving three martini lunch. Like, the Real Housewives should have saved some room for Nina to participate in their activities. Oh my I mean, god, imagine Dorinda being like, clip. <laughs> I want to be mad at Nina Garcia, the Real Housewife of, I guess it would be New York? Yeah, Real Housewife some- of Parsons. Yeah, the Real Housewives of, yeah, I want to do something Project Runway specific, so that fits it very well. <laughs> the Real Housewives well. of Parsons School of Design, yeah. <laughs> so... Just to remind you, the pro- the challenge is that they need to create a look that encapsulates their brand. Show us how your brand can be relevant, can be part of the conversation in this next wave of fashion. Okay, come on, relevancy. I mean, more true than ever, uh, I feel like we see a lot of fashion brands are dying off, are not relevant, are not popular anymore. And then somehow, some brands are coming out of the, you know, not cool you were made fun of in fifth grade for wearing them to suddenly being the most coveted pieces of fashion on tiktok and you know it's all about being modern and finding what that next wave is so i was super excited about this challenge they had not only had this open-ended sort of question right what's your brand but they have 750 dollars and a seamstress to help them with this challenge i mean you gotta shoot for the moon this episode huh insane of them absolutely insane project runway has lost it this year with their budgetary restrictions or lack thereof <laughs> is a seamstress different than a dressmaker don't don't tell chastity i said that she'll she'll be triggered <laughs> no who said that no 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 coral 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 excuse me oh my gosh i'm the one with the project runway podcast and i don't even remember what happened last episode it's okay i watched it too many days ago and i don't really remember what happened so that's, I need to watch every episode at least like 24 hours before I talk about it or I forget immediately everything that I learned. Fair, but also with the seamstress, because they all get a seamstress, um, Chantal still was Time is funny. Honestly, I don't hate it. Like, I get it. Chantal should have time managed better, but also she's won like a million challenges. So she can... She can skimp by a little bit this final (laughs) challenge. I know she's not technically supposed to do it, but what are they going to do? Send her home? Absolutely not. No way. Not on my project runway is Chantal going home. (laughs) So let's just jump right into mood where they also get to pick their models. Um, And of course, you know, they're going for 
uh, they're going for the skinny bitches. I'll, I'll call them out. They're going for the skinny queens. Um, and there is uh, not a lot of variety in the room, huh? Blue, black, nude, navy. This is the penultimate episode, and all of them are freaking crying about how they don't want to go home this round, and yet everyone says, let me pick a very muted color. I mean, come on. Don't silence Christina. She did red, white, and blue. Isn't that something? Mm, mm. But isn't it be, it just because something. it's different doesn't mean doesn't mean it was good? That is for the beholder to decide. <laughs> Listen, sometimes Christian is right, and sometimes he is also still right, but people take his directions and give him the worst case scenario as if to challenge him and why he would suggest such a thing bro christian was hiding in these he was hiding purposefully in the boring fabric just so he can pop out and be like don't do it don't do it and then they did it anyways <laughs> i mean they all made the finale so who cares i mean did his opinion really matter that much yeah christian is just running around mood saying it's gonna be the most boring runway ever he's so upset and i would be too if you have the opportunity to create beautiful exciting modern fashion especially i would say considering how much of fashion these days is cool neon colors or even just exciting prints exciting bold fabrics it's pretty i think kind of sad that a lot of people wanted to go for black and navy blue especially considering one of my favorite uh pieces of this whole season has been the purple checkered suit that chantal made in the flower challenge one of my favorite garments and just think about like how much that fabric had going on with it and what a beautiful look it was nobody wants nobody wants to try for some fashionable fabrics okay i guess we're gonna just gonna move on like really hurting my heart here this episode i know and they literally just had a challenge where they all did these big bold pieces for editorial looks and then just completely revert back to their safe designs was so frustrating to me like I really wish we got some more fun designs instead of what they think would get them to the next step and I'm you know like this is their dream I'm not gonna come down on them too hard for it but also like hmm, judging a little bit why are they allergic to patterns this season Chantal does a pattern she wins I feel like when Praget did that gorgeous floral dress for that one model that looks like Kate Upton gorgeous was a top like I feel like why are we so afraid of doing a, a print it really it's only been successful so far and like out of everything like Chastity could have done black I'm asleep honk shoe honk shoe you know <laughs> me 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 yeah <laughs> And I think, yeah, and that design that she did would probably be very pretty in a lot of different colors or fabric options too. Like it yep. wasn't, there wasn't anything about the design we saw that I felt like it had to be in black other than that's probably the safest color that you could do. Yeah, and Chastity really was talking a lot about how she felt that black was a really powerful color. And to me, I think that that's like point A, right? Okay, black is a powerful color, but you want to go to point C. What else is a powerful color or a powerful fabric or an exciting, because I completely agree, this dress is gorgeous and would look great in any other color. So rather than make like a black dress that you can't really see on the runway, your brand, make like 
bold dresses your brand. It just is like, uh, if, if, if only we were making the jump to point C here. Well, let's talk about it. The Council of Fashion Designers of America have shown up. Hello, they're here to give you a masterclass in your brand and your PR and what you're going for in the future. I thought this was really cool. This is not something we got last season or the past couple seasons where the CFDA has been involved. And I think that we, we got like we got like panels of people like talking to people and asking questions, but nothing this uh, intensive. And we got to see all of the designers have their portfolios on display. I thought this was really cool. This almost felt like in some ways the America Sex Top Model Go See Challenge, where it's like, here's your portfolio, go get opinions from other people and come back and Tyra Banks is gonna yell at you. What did you think? Naomi, that's why they pay you the big bucks. Cause that was a connection that was on the tip of my, like I was so close to making it and you actualized <laughs> it. So, so hire her. Cause she's like, like for, yeah, cause have her consult your podcast, but that's really a great insight. I feel like these council designers were shady, like I said before, in a way that was kind of like under the radar. Um, and they were just like, why can't you edit? Like, I feel like they were very overly picky about things that just didn't make sense. I was like, they had different challenges throughout the season. God forbid they don't have a perfectly curated aesthetic besides Coral, who just happens to macrame and not on everything. And at what point are they being unnecessary but then also like where are you deciding to put these critiques on because like yes coral honestly i'm over the macrame i know coral's going to have it in her final look because or in her collection because that's what she's been doing and that's like her signature at this point but we've had so much of it mm -hmm. and we've had so much of the like shapeless bubble pants and shirts and jackets that Christina has done like what how many more of those can we have before the judges are finally saying we've seen this before from you we are still like what however 12 episodes in I've lost count at how many episodes we're in right now but oh yeah 12 so yeah like be be consistent because I don't feel like they're being consistent. And I think a couple of the designers got harsher critiques than others where yeah. it was unwarranted, in my opinion. I also think that there's like a really big difficulty here for the CFDA people to come in because fashion has so many different uh, niches and places to be successful in the world of fashion. And so to look at somebody on Project Runway and say, okay, they didn't really talk about like, hey, who do you want to design for? Who, do, What do you want to create? You know, some people just create wedding dresses. Some people create like day wear. Some people create bowel gowns. Like it's all over the place, you know? And so I didn't really get a sense that any of the designers either knew or could articulate where they want to go in fashion, which I wish we could have heard a little more of. I, I would like to know what their future plans are because right now it just seems like, okay, what's your brand? Oh, it's macrame. Okay, copy that. Got it. Great. All right, keep doing that. And it, it felt sort of dismissive to, as we talked, like Chastity got, I feel like kind of a harsher end of the critique for no reason. It's just like Chastity makes really cool dresses. Okay, that this is no different than Christina making really weird shit too. Also, I think it's very funny to be like, prints are tough to sell as like a, a brand. Talk to Vera Bradley. What does she have to say? <laughs> If I ever see Miss Vera Bradley, I want to give her a big smooch because those tote bags are, they last so long. Uh, not me seeing one TikTok and thinking about impulsively dyeing my Vera Bradley duffel bag, even though I've never dyed a piece of fabric before in my life. 
mine is navy blue it's the most gorgeous garment i have but anyways getting back to fabrics getting back to designs yeah they were unnecessarily unnecessarily harsh on chastity but if chastity could really articulate why she's the future of fashion i would believe it but because she can't do it herself it stresses me out mm-hmm. Who who's yeah, more stressed out you're a christian Christian because Christian like clearly has a blood pack with uh, chastity because they're besties. I stand. Not a blood. I, I guess it wouldn't be a blood pack. They're just like they get maybe it would be friendship rings. Mm, they, friendship they bracelets. Like, they're definitely like I I've said it several times. Chastity's definitely Christian's favorite. They had a whole montage highlighting their friendship throughout the season. This episode, which was my favorite part, I it took all the willpower in me not to message both of you about it because I was so excited but I didn't want to spoil the episode for you (laughs) and because I can show some self-control sometimes but I was so excited for it and Christian clearly is invested in Chastity's success because he is a voice for the people and we are also invested in Chastity's success and it hurts me in my soul that people are just unnecessarily critiquing her and not extending that critique to other people but then also yes I agree she needs she needs to stand up for herself and really articulate her goals and her vision and no one else is going to do that for her especially at this stage and she needs to use some of that time that she's making her collection to really nail down what she's going to say to the judges and make them believe that like she deserves to not only be there, but to win because she's got probably the biggest uphill battle of the the group at this point. It's just frustrating to say since she, I think she has the second most wins out of who was there. So she has very mm-hmm. clearly earned her place. Yeah, it is really hard. And I feel for Chastity, I feel like also Chastity like has a comfort zone, but in a way she is like, she's done a lot of great stuff within it and this was the episode where she needs to almost push it and she like didn't push it enough to really like make people feel confident in her but i don't think anything about her portfolio you know like what are you gonna look at a paper dress and be like oh is this your best work be like no fuck that i, I think chastity has a lot of great stuff in her portfolio um now something i want to mention is that uh is that for some reason they put the ugly ass like fur pink coat that got uh Chantal sent home on Chantal's rack and I was like that is Christina's fault you put that on Christina's rack damn it that was so rude and disrespectful and I'm glad you said it because if you didn't I would have they got me fucked up with that that was a Christina look they should have I'm sorry they need their ass beat for that because (laughs) he was angry I was angry no because that was yes that was depth that was not Chantal's look that was not Chantal's fault that was they very clearly said that Christina's ass would have been going home if she had not had immunity from the previous challenge. So why are we putting this blame on Chantal? Like, remember the one time that you almost went home, except it wasn't your fault, but we're going to make you remember it anyway. Uh, Stand up for what you believe in. Yeah, but project, my reality TV opinions are where my, you know, where I really get into my we shall overcome phase. Like I'm ready to overcome. Fight the power, fight Bravo TV for do that shady ass placement. But 
Yes, I was very upset by that. And I feel so bad. I think they were probably looking to get some nice uh, like redemption moments for Chantal's story to talk about how, oh, she was almost eliminated. And now look at her. She's got the most wins of the season. So clearly the Siriano save was a good idea for, and it was used at the right time, but they didn't in- include any of that in the final edit. So I don't know. So here we are. Me so you're saying out. Project Runway is rigged. I think they are manipulative. Chantal <laughs> was pushed. Chantal was pushed. Oh my God, yes. Push off the show. Need to burn a, the Siri out of save. When are, when are uh, Chantal and uh, Helen getting on our podcast, please? Uh, oh my God, imagine. Helen, Helen for All Stars 5. Helen I don't know. Mike with Rob, please. <laughs> yeah we're I would do a whole Helen episode about Mike White was Rob don't get me wrong um well something that we need to talk about is uh that they have seamstresses and they are really like stressed out I feel like in this episode uh and the seamstresses are there to help but they don't help enough there's still a ton of work to do now it really seems like Chantal bit off more than she could chew this episode. To me, it felt like she really wanted to make a statement. So let's talk about uh, the early ideas that they have. Chantal wants to make a suit that works for anybody, someone who's non-binary, someone who maybe doesn't identify as male or female. She keeps calling it gender fluid. It's very cute. Um, and I really like this idea. I thought it was an interesting execution, but I like uh, when designers do not go uh, route one. We had the amazing Nancy last season thought a lot about people who needed modifications to their designs for their different abilities. And she literally still does that today. So, you know, just a shout out to Nancy who rules. But I think that this is a really cool direction for uh, Chantal to go in. And I think it's a it's an interesting execution to do an all white suit. But you know what? It, it looked good at the end of the day. I don't blame Chantal for for that. And I, I think she just needed more time because you don't want to half-ass a suit that you are specifically saying is a gender fluid suit. And at the end of the episode, they made such uh, a big deal about the fact that she was making this suit for a non-binary body. So, you know, you can't, you can't put something, something down the runway that's supposed to really resonate with gender non-conforming folks or you know like people anybody that wants to feel hot in a suit essentially and supposed to make a big statement like that and half-ass it so I can totally feel that pressure that she was under and the need to be as perfect as possible but this was not the time restraints that could get her to the point where she wanted to be Chantal is just so good at tailoring and making structured, yeah. beautiful women's wear that like has like a men's wear's edge. And it's like a shame that the people from the CFDA didn't recognize that. They're like, who is Chantal? I'm like, clearly that's her. And she was very diligent at expressing that on the main stage. So uh, that was confusing. Like I'm actually on Chantal's website right now. And I was like, it's very clear who the woman is that wears her clothes. So yeah. I... I debuke the claims of the CFDA. <laughs> CFDA, Down we will see you C- in court. Down with the CFDA. <laughs> wow, um, are we a radical podcast? We, we might I be. mean, kind of. 
I say so. That's what, That's I what happens when a show has like 15 episodes in a season. So we get radicalized by the double digits. Mm. Next, and- next we're going to get radicalized oh. by Meg or something. Um, oh my God. There's one race. There's um, one race. I did want to... I I do also want to point out that for all this talk about like Christina making clothes for like the the modern women or the everyday woman, I really do feel strongly about the fact that Chantal's clothes are the ones that I think most women would feel comfortable wearing. You know, like of everybody saying like, oh, this is something that the modern woman could wear that ev- like any woman could wear and still feel comfortable that that praise has not been extended Chantal's way nearly enough because I think out of all of the designers she has made the most clothes that could be for multiple types of people you're totally right like uh it's like the Sophie Clark wearing a wedding jumpsuit you know what I mean (laughs) like it's a it needs to be recognized as the serve that it is and I feel like it's not um and to me Chantal and so here, here's a little bit of tea that I, so I watched Bones's after show and Bones and a lot of the designers don't seem to really like Chantal and the reason part of the reasoning that Bones gave is that Chantal's very competitive and that Chantal would like people would be going home and Chantal would be like I'm sad but also you know you need to go like people need to go home so I can win and obviously it's a little insensitive to be saying that while somebody's getting their dreams crushed However, I think that Chantal knows exactly what she's here for. She wants to win. She wants the money and she's not going to let it get anyone get in her way. And I think that she goes above and beyond this episode to try and make something that is not just a dress, that is a different suit. It's different than all the other suits that she's done. And she's constantly trying new things. Uh, Speaking of constantly trying new things, Christina is not. Um, Christina is doing this. the same shit she's been doing for like five fucking episodes and look i i don't like christina's stuff is cool like it's cool girl cool girl attitude whatever but gee you're absolutely right that like when i look at chantal's outfits and i look at christina's outfits it's just to me i i'm sick of christina at this point girl speak your heart speak your mind speak your truth <sighs> it's just a platform for you it would speak your truth and it would be less annoying if, and I agree, I do think some of her stuff is really cool and I can understand from an aesthetic perspective, the appeal of her clothes, but she makes the same damn things every episode with just interchangeable additions or ed- edits to it. And then she never gets any flack for doing the same thing over and over again. And that's the part that's frustrating. Plus the praise that, Somewhat, I know it's shocking that the likes of Elaine don't know what the everyday woman wants to wear, but it is certainly not the raggedy American flag. I'm sorry. Especially, yeah. Mm-mm. Old Navy chic. Not Old Navy chic, please. <laughs> no, the, who would have thought when we were looking at Meg's dirty banjo in episode two that we'd be getting banjos every episode since? Thanks, Christina, for keeping nah. her legacy alive. Oh my fucking god, Nicole. <laughs> that was the meanest thing I've ever said. I'm so sorry. Please don't sue me. Oh god. I thought I had moved past Meg's 
bando that we were able to see the whole episode, but here we are. I, I, I should say this. Christina frustrates me strictly because when I watch what she's doing, to me, it is the least amount of thoughtful design is what I want to say. Coral, it creates incredible macrame and all that sort of like textured, uh, like all the accents that need to be sewn together. Chastity's making a well-structured dress that fits the model very well. And we know Chantal's making a fucking suit. Freaking Christina is like, well, what if it's big? And she literally was going to put the model in another piece of fabric wrapped around her bust until Christian was like, are you really about to fucking do that? And then what did she do? A piece of fabric with some strings to hold it up. I was like, I fucking hate, like, she grinds my gears, she does. Well, to move on to some happier thoughts, Coral wants to pay homage to her heritage. She is Mexican and she wants to just pay homage to being native. And, and I think this is really cool. And I think a well done job from Coral, but I love um, that this is a look that translates from day to night. It's really cool and we'll get to it, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of intricate effort. And I'm really glad that uh, this is the summation of Coral's work so far this season. How many calluses do you think Coral has on her hands? <laughs> How did she just, she just knots all day and night. It's like when she's like a grandma who's knitting all the time, you know? I'm surprised we don't see Coral ever putting on like arthritis gloves or those, those fingerless gloves that people have to like compress their hands so that they don't cramp them too much, like for carpal tunnel, because that poor, that poor woman. I know she does it for herself to herself, but I can't help but feel for her. I do too, especially not getting the win this episode, right? Like that was just the I, first of all. When they say it too, they're like Carl, Christina, Chantal, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm sorry. Are you about to declare them a three way winner? And then they said, Chastity, you're all going to fashion week, and I was like, wait, Carl doesn't even get a win here. It was it was so unfortunate and i think everything about the look like it it was just gorgeous on its own but then the cultural story behind it really elevates it i think and it really did understand she really understood the assignment of we want you to give us what's next for you and we we saw the macrame but we saw an elevated version of what she's already done she like she hit the challenge that was asked of them and then they don't reward her for it. It's so sad. And she, uh, Mimi looked so good on that runway. Uh, it's kind of insane that, yeah, it was uh, probably Coral's best look of the season. Do we all agree? Like she it was oh, like walking yeah. art. She looked gorgeous. I mean, By far. Even in the early stages when it was just the top piece with Mimi's little leather skirt, I was like, damn, she looks good. Titties yeah. look right. I mean, not for my titties, but her titties look right. <laughs> yeah, strap them in. Literally. And see, I don't know. Maybe Christina does make something good because I could use her big piece of fabric and cover my titties. So. You get like par it's like parachute pants, but for your bust. Like, I'm really just yes. losing it. Um, and so they have <laughs> another glass of celery juice in the morning. Disgusting, disgusting celery juice. And then they head to the runway. Carly Kloss is here. Um, here's my weird little Carly Kloss story. I worked on a TV show 
a couple of months ago, and I was cleaning out the prop closet, and uh, there were some Polaroids of Carly Kloss because she had been on a season one episode about cameras. And so then I just took a Polaroid of Carly Kloss and now I have it. So I will, uh, I'll find that. It's fashion. It is cool. She does look really nice in it. Um, but Carly's back. And I actually think she's a real boost of energy this episode. Much needed uh, fun and excitement. And I kind of wish they let her host instead of Brandon. Oh, that's a hot take. I will also like Brandon. We all know how I feel about Brandon. So maybe switch it up a little bit, but it was the last episode. Let Nina like do her thing. And I did like, she was, she was very upbeat. I think I like her more as a judge than the main host, if that makes sense. You like a sprinkle of her, but not like a full survey. Yeah. Like she doesn't have to be the face of the show, but she's a fun host to have too. But now she's too famous to be just one of the guys on the show. She has to be like the guy. Uh, I guess. Mm. Let's just talk about these garments, right? Once again, to describe Miss Coral and her look, Coral is taking inspiration from her native heritage. She has gone with almost like an off-white fabric. There is macrame down one side of the bust and then these decals that are almost like little squares. They almost look like fake dollars if you look at them in a funny way, like white little like fake dollars. Uh, And then a sort of tool, not tool, what is that called? A, a sort of see-through skirt to top it all off. This look is gorgeous. It looks gorgeous on Mimi. Um, what I also love about this, as the uh, judges point out, is that Coral has done macrame on the bust, which we haven't really seen her do. And I think the macrame is so intentional in this one. It's not just hanging off a purse. It's not just hanging off the side of the gown. It, it is part of the gown itself. And I think that this is a real serve from Coral. So good for her. What do you guys think? By far the best look of the night. It hits all the marks. It has a great backstory. I talked about a lot of this already, but the backstory, the cultural piece to it was excellent. The dress itself was amazing. And I think of all the designs, she really understood what they were asking and took them to task with showing them what was next for Coral and why she needed to be at Fashion Week. So this was Coral's shining moment. I wish they gave her a win to commend her efforts. This look is macramazing. <laughs> when did I you come up me. with that? While um, you were talking. <laughs> uh, but I'm curious. Yes. This is it's gorgeous. I mean, the only thing I would fix is maybe would I do something different with that long skirt over the shorter skirt? Ah, and it gives it kind of this cool effect, like she's like a little angel and she's rising to heaven. And the macrame, obviously, like we said, is intentional. You can wear it with the neck piece, without the neck piece. I would wear this on the in the club in Miami, you know, probably with those shoes because those shoes look fierce. I think everything about this was a total and complete. I was going to say serve, but you already said that. Uh, it's, it's giving. It's, it's giving. <laughs> it's the top two of the week. It's the top two of the week, in my personal opinion. Mm, definitely. I I feel like Coral, good for her. She, she has always been somebody who is, like, really consistently safe, but she has a lot of talent that I'm glad we are getting to bear witness to. Up next. I said it. 
Christina's look. Inspired by the American flag, she has brought back Jinko jeans, um, which I do think are a real piece of Americana when you think about it. Um, big denim pants, uh, a half shirt, and a red um, bandeau underneath it. Oh, we got to talk about this. Christian is like, hey, gingham blue is like the most picnic basket like fabric you could possibly pick and christina's like uh, okay whatever like i was get she had no idea that like blue and white checkered like gingham is the picnic fabric i was shocked what are russians teaching their children i don't really think they're having a lot of picnics in russia they're not even watching the wizard of oz like what's going on man i guess i guess you're right uh but also, like, I'm going to blame the, la- the language barrier on that one. I feel like when she said picnic, she, it, maybe they call it something different in Russia. Like, picnic, what is that going to translate to? Russian listeners, please. Christina, if you're listening, please. Should we, just, we should just text Anessa. <laughs> yeah, please. No. Anessa and Christina, my DMs are open. I mean, I don't think my critique is going to be a surprise to anyone, but... It just, and I was a little bit intrigued when she was talking about how she was going to make her own jeans that weren't actually jeans. I I think that one was also a language barrier, so I'm not going to fault her too much for that. But this just feels very like an informal version of her winning look, the one that had the coffee cup match with it. Like it has that same half off, like falling off your shoulder look. We've seen the the bandeau from her before. We've seen baggy clothes from her before. Like nothing about this is new. And I'm sure it's well-made, but I don't like the fact that the judges were fine with this and not calling her out for just making a different version of something she's already made is just so frustrating when we see people like Chastity get what I feel like was extra harsh critique for and Chris and Chastity's look wasn't even my favorite of the week so it just felt like I don't felt I don't feel like it met the requirements of the challenge and I don't know it's just I I feel like everything else I've had to say about it has already been said and probably in a better in a better way but yeah that was uh, I, I had a feeling Christina was, I knew no one was going home, but I had a feeling Christina wasn't even going to be their bottom pick because they just seemed to be in love with everything she makes. But yeah, they just, I, I don't agree with the judges' critiques of Christina's things. Well, when they opened with praise, I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess that's what we're doing tonight. I guess we're giving everyone compliments. But um, yeah, nothing about this is new. Like you said, it's denim pants. How dare they, how dare she call it a jean if she didn't put a zipper in the fly spot? Um, Yeah, I think she just understood the assignment a little too literally. Is that harsh to say? I feel like they said, do something that encompasses your brand. Yeah, this is clearly, I mean, she, all this needs is fucking celery juice and it would be Christina to the T, you know? Okay, to Christina's credit, she has done really cool stuff with print mixing and using different tones of the same color. Like when we see this in the room, she has like a million different reds and blue fabric. And yet none of that is out here on display. 
And I thought that maybe she was going to turn around something cooler, something more modern or more playful with the fabric choices, but it, it has none of that. And so it, it's a, it's a wash for me. Like, sure. Is Christina going to turn out something cool at fashion week? I'm sure she is. A am I going to be thrilled about it? No. Anyways, up next we have Dee Dee Sporting Chantal's uh, white suit. Let me, let me try and paint this picture. Uh, it is a white uh, jacket and pants. The pants have sort of a slit coming up, uh, up until about mid calf. And the jacket has almost like, it's not really cutouts, but it's the, the fabric is sort of curved in a way where it almost looks like weird flower petals. And then a peplum on the jacket. I mean, I think overall, there's a lot to say about the styling choices of this, uh, look to me, but I think at the end of the day, this is a cool, piece the everything about this seems very rich and very cool uh and i'm happy to see chantal produce another look like this okay my one qualm is it's cool to say you want to make a garment for anybody not everybody can show their nips not everybody can free the nip and we talked about it a couple weeks ago with bones and it's not so much like I'm not saying I don't want to see the nip. It, it, it's just like legally we can't show some people's nips. That's just how society has burdened some of us. So it's hard. And I feel like in other worlds, I feel like uh, Chantal might be read a little bit more for this, you know? Which is fair. I mean, this is the same complaint we've had all season. Like imagine a girl with a boob size bigger than a C wore this outfit. It would be nipples to the floor and it would not be the moment that we can broadcast on television. This would, this also, would be this would be like a Super Bowl like Janet Jackson <laughs> moment. This would be like full full bruh, exposure. Oh my god. I mean Janet would be serving in this look. Um, but also including the qualm about the nipples, my other qualm is the peplum. It is not 2014, Chantal. We just took ourselves about a challenge about the future. And you're going to do something that's so distinctly in the past. And we're not even like at the 20 year trend cycle. Like Peplum has another like 15 years before it gets back in style again. Like, gosh, poor, poor woman. Dee Dee looks hot. I like the suit. I think she required it. It meets the requirements of the challenge. Um, it's not Chantal's best look. So I think you both explained really well why, you know, the the qualms about this look, but Chantal could do pretty much whatever she wanted at this point. She was making it whether they were eliminating someone or not. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Like if you got four wins, like what are they gonna do? Send her home? Yeah, in a and like three of those were in a row. Like you're not, come on now. She's fine. She's gonna be right where she is. Yeah. I I also think producers very rarely want to send home the Siriano save. And I don't think that's like, you know, like rigory or anything, but, but very rarely, I think is the thought that like this person who we've just given a second chance to has blown their second chance. Um, yeah. that storyline just doesn't work for a lot of people. Um, and up last we have chastity chastity has made a black dress so it's got kind of a collar to it and then two uh i want it kind of looks like padded shoulders but it looks fashionable fashionable padded shoulders along with a diamond cut out in the top and then a skirt that features sort of triangular um a triangle like triangles at the waist that create a cutout i don't know you just got to look at it it's pretty cool 
Uh, but I like this better in the workroom. I don't know what she did to it, but there's something about, maybe it's the styling, maybe it's the collar. Um, I hate the hair style on this. It looked so good when the model just had like a shaggy blonde haircut and that looked really cool and powerful. This just almost looks like you're going to a funeral that you want to make somebody jealous at. I don't know. There's, it doesn't read as cool to me, but it, it's not bad. Like this is, this is very elegant in a lot of ways. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I agree with some things, other things I don't agree with. Like it does look a little dated, but I think that the concept's cool. I like that she was inspired by the, um, the buildings in Midtown Manhattan. Usually I'm looking at those buildings. Um, the only time I'm in Midtown is to watch Survivor on Wednesdays. So it's uh, reminding me of that, of my good memories in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, and also the styling is kind of whack, but like you said that. Yeah, I think my, my sentiments towards this look um, are slightly inflated just because of my love of chastity. But then also, uh, I think it's very similar to how I feel about Chantal's look. The model looks hot. It's a good dress. I don't think it's really an elevated version of what she's done before, but it is a chastity look. And yeah, I agree. I think in the workroom, it looked amazing. And maybe it's just because it's a black dress on the runway, or I think the styling is not doing it any favors as well. But you know, it's just, it's a black dress. It's gorgeous. And it's very chastity looking. I would have been devastated if she got, uh, if she got eliminated right before fashion week. I do not think, and I will die on this hill. I do not think this was the worst look. So for them to act like it was, was mm. not sitting right with me. So I will let them know that. It's a solid third out of fourth. Yeah. I think oh, we can all yeah. agree on that. This should not have been like the cliffhanger of whether or not Chastity was going to go home. There was a look that was far worse than that. I feel like the 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 real bummer to this look is that it looks a little almost like um it it looks like it's meant for like a production of Macbeth that Lady Macbeth is supposed to wear, you know? And like while Lady Macbeth is badass and cool and you know the role is cool it doesn't scream modern and it doesn't scream fashion forward. And maybe it's the beating. I feel like she didn't need the beat. She loves beating, but like, I don't think she needs it. I think it actually adds like a level of like, not cheapness, but a level of like, oh, my mom would like that. And, it, and she doesn't need it. Um, but yeah, it ages her. It yeah, ages. I, I hate to say it. Yeah, I also think that this model, uh, the, these top, like the final four models are all really great models. But this model has um, really nice blonde hair. And I feel like you could have played off of her complexion, especially knowing who your model is. Like you could have done something really cool, even like a blue or a green, and it would have looked really cool and still had some dark broodiness to it. So, oh, well, tragic. Um, if you will scroll down in our uh, presentation, you'll see that I've included two little celebratory photos, Chastity giving a cheers and Christian Siriano holding a bottle of champagne and four glasses, which is what I want for my birthday next year. Uh, Christian Sierra hand delivering me champagne. I mean, Brandon Maxwell being all like secret agent going up to everyone and be like, are we doing this? Are we doing this? Like you would have thought he was ordering like a bottle of vodka at the club. I don't know why he's so excited about it, but he is. 
Um, they all get to go to Fashion Week. Surprise! Wow, pretends to be shocked. Absolutely shocked. Can what a twist! Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it. But hey, like, forty thousand dollars for all four of them—that's kind of—that's kind of cool. They had money this season. Like, yeah, those money. erasable pens really have some good funding behind them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hate rich queens getting lots of money for their designs. Yeah, and a lot of time too. Like, this is a really great, you know, thanks, thanks, pandemic, uh, you know, and here's another thing. They only have to create a 10 piece collection. I remember in the past, it was like 12, hey, make a 13th piece. I, I'm curious if maybe the the finale episode will include a, hey, make another garment uh, twist. We'll see. The finales of Project Runway are my favorite episodes. I love Chris and Siriano getting to go to their houses, check in on them, see what's going on, really see what it's like to create a collection. Um, and I'm very excited for this finale with uh, four designers that are, you know, really strong and, and we'll see what they do. Um, any predictions for what we're going to see in the finale? Uh, I think Chantal's going to win. Oh, interesting. That's my guess. I I agree. I do think Chantal's going to win. I think Chantal has to mess up very badly to not win. I feel like she is going to have a lot of time and a lot of money to make these stunning designs. And she's already so ahead of the game in terms of her challenge performances compared to... Um, to the other three. And I don't think they're going to hold that she was once eliminated against her, like realistically, because the reason she got saved is because it was not her fault that she was in the bottom. So I do think that we are going to be seeing a Chantal win, which I'm not mad about. I'm excited to see the collections. And I really like that we have a we get to see all of the contestants back again and they're going to get to do their, you know, they get to see the results. We'll get to see the collections and the winners and everything. So I'm so excited for that. I like, I like little reunions. I do too. Well, I have some fun tea for everyone. So two things, one, go check out the project runway after show because Brandon and Elaine did one. Um, and they sat down with Christian, but also Mimi and Didi joined Christian. And here's some tea. The uh, Praje Chastity look of the rabbit fur and the paint skirt had a bunch of wire in the bottom and cut up Mimi's legs. And Mimi was like bleeding like crazy from this look, which is insane. But then there's photos of her like at the EMT and she's just like serving in like a towel. Mimi never stops. She's gorge. Uh, the other... The other T is that so Christian told uh, Brandon and Elaine that he 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 he'd been talking to Christina this whole season saying you should edit your looks, and Christina heard add it, and Christina thought that Christian was telling true add things to her look, and that is so deranged but so funny. <laughs> Maybe this explains everything. Oh my gosh, not, oh, now I feel bad for Christina and I didn't think we could humanize her. <laughs> oh my God, that's so, 
I mean, it's funny because it didn't, it didn't impact her, her results with, with making it to fashion week. So I don't feel too bad about it, but oh my God, what a mix up. I know. So funny, but also like very Christina, right? She's hearing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should do more with this crazy, like, girl, what are you doing? Um, well, the uh, exciting finale, is it going to air next week? I- I'm actually not even sure. <laughs> I'm actually confused. So are we getting one finale episode? And that's We very well might about. get two parts. Oh, oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry, Naomi. I'm the opposite of you. Finale night. Oh, final four or like the last challenge before the finale is my least favorite. And then my second least favorite is all the buildup to the final runway i'm just like just i want to see the competition happen let me at least it wasn't a recap can you imagine yeah it says all right so it's a it's gonna be next thursday and it's gonna be at nine and it's, it's next thursday and it says this season's winner is chosen at the iconic new york fashion week i can't find I can't find how long it's going to be, but it is the finale. We will be getting a winner on February 3rd. Thank God. All right. Wow. Very long. Because I was like, look, I'm about to make that episode. We'll take two episodes and put it into one. I'm not working overtime. Like, we got Top Chef to think about. But that is really exciting finale. And then we will be done. Thank you to everybody who has listened to us so far and left reviews for silent podcasts and giving us shout outs. We really appreciate it. It's very kind of you. So let us know your thoughts, tweet at us. Um, Gia, what's going on with you in your life? Uh, I mean, there'll probably be some more things happening soon, but I am very excited to be back in the world of survivor with Australian survivor happening. You can see all of my, fun hot takes on my Twitter page at Classically Gia. And then of course, as always, you should be following the Survivor Diversity Campaign. If you are a Survivor, Big Brother, any of the competition reality show fans, and that's at Serve Diversity, S-U-R-V Diversity. So highly recommend to follow and there'll be more of me soon. So that's all I'll say for now. Amazing. Nicole, what's up with you? God, I always love a little more Gia. Uh, so you can find me anywhere that people are at Behind the Secret. Um, and if you like Vanderpump Rules, I was on the RHAP feed this week. If you'd like to hear some gossip about some drunk people who somehow have children on Bravo. Now that's taste. Um and you can listen to me. I was on the Silent Podcast Amazing Race recap with the amazing Sasha. So check it out. We talked about the Amazing Race. I gave some fun behind-the-scenes details uh, from my work in television that I know about the Amazing Race. And uh, we will not only be covering the end of Project Runway, we will be covering the beginnings of Season 19 of Top Chef. Top Chef, uh, bigger, badder, and sharper knives than ever. I cannot wait. I love Top Chef very, very deeply. Um, but also, Australian Survivor's out. Survivor's coming out in a month. You got to stay tuned to what we have going on with us. Guys, thank you for being here. Let's say bye to the folks at home. And uh, let's get our, let's get ready to pack our knives and stay. How about that?
I'm so excited. I grew up on the once trashy, now classy Bravo competition reality shows. One is Project Runway and one is Top Chef. So I I couldn't think of a better group to talk about some of my favorite TV shows with. It's like I'm home off the bus at 3 p.m. and turn it on to channel 44 all over again. I'm having the time of my life. Well, thank you for listening and subscribe to Silent Podcasts and stay tuned for our finale coverage next week. Bye! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.